You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Morkel. With me, as always, the lightning and ice to my fire, Sean Keller. (gasps) And Mike Pareto. Oh my god! Ah! Oh god! Ah! I'm on fire! (laughs) <laughs> no, you're your eyes. This is a little nonsense. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, but he's just on fire. That's just I'm, that's I'm so ice. cold I'm on fire. I'm ice near your fire. I'm, I'm melting. So, someone someone get rid of all of this cold fire. There's all this cold fire everywhere. <laughs> Sounds of the 90s. Learn how to sing like a 90s grunge artist with these in-depth tutorials. With real lessons from some of the most 90s voices of the 90s. Like Scott Stapp. And the legendary Eddie Vedder. Don't call me And of course, Darius Rucker. I'm such a baby, the dolphins make me cry. But I know that you can't do all. I only want to be you. Our 60 hour program will have you sounding just like the legends of the 90s. So call 888 now. Oh, delightful. Those, those guys all sounded the same. <laughs> they sure did. Yes. You could do that with all the female artists, too, because they all sounded like That's true. Uh, <laughs> lead singer of the Cranberries. <laughs> may she, that, may uh, she rest the, in peace. Yeah. They all had the zombie voice. Yeah, with the, with the yodeling. I, I'm not going to yeah. attempt it. Uh, maybe Sean can attempt it. <laughs> and it <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I hey how are you? <laughs> Welcome back to a little nonsense. One of the <laughs> capitals of the world. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've been waiting all week to say that. <laughs> and the two two. Line drive over center field. That's all that's all Tom Brenneman needed was Ron Santo in the in the booth with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am very, very deeply sorry. And there's a drive to left field, and that's a <laughs> home run by Castellanos. It's four nothing Giants. I am not. I am not that man. I consider myself a man of faith. 
Now there's nothing more important to me than my personal integrity and the two-two pitch. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> a swing that's and a, a miss. That's a consummate professional. <laughs> God, that's so funny. <laughs> Just everything about it. <laughs> oh, God. Do you think that guy will ever work again? I think if Trump gets four more years, he's hired back immediately. <laughs> that seem, that the, seems uh, likely. It's going to be the new press secretary. I'm passing the second First Amendment. <laughs> you can now say whenever you want to. I just said it. And that's all written. That's what's yeah, written down. It's on the teleprompter. On the, it's on the no. That it's on the Constitution. Oh. <laughs> he, scrib- he scribbled it in with Sharpie and then holds it up like he's showing off in first grade. <laughs> Who? Oh, Nelly, folks, we got a real banger of an episode this evening or morning. Or midday, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> at some Wherever time, good times of day. are had. What? There were two jokes at once. No, there was no joke for me. It was. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put one of them on the left headphone and one of them on the right, and then you can. Yeah, that'll that'll clear it up. Rewind and then play whichever side you want to hear. <laughs> we should. That's a choose your own adventure podcast. Man, you remember choose your own adventures? Wow, those were fuck fun. yeah. Those were fun. The possibilities were endless, as long as they were one of three <laughs> possibilities. Yeah, there, were, there were like 27 possibilities in every book. And in 26 of them, you die. <laughs> but those are those are the first uh, RPGs, weren't they? Or didn't, no. No? Okay. Well, <laughs> those are like RPGs. It's just like any like Actually, ma- I mean, they might, they might predate uh, D&D. Role-playing games, but uh, I, don't, I don't... I mean... I honestly don't know. Let's Google it. Hmm. Well, I was I was just watching that uh, Netflix uh, docuseries, uh, High Score, and uh, I think they, they pretty clearly stated that Dungeons & Dragons and also, like, PC-based choose-your-own-adventure-type games were the first uh, real role-playing games. Although, I... I I guess maybe there could be a distinction between a choose-your-own-adventure book and a role-playing game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because because you don't really... Those text-based games, though, like, that that was it's basically a, yeah, a it's book. Yeah, the same. Yeah. Right, yeah. And books definitely predated computers, right? Hold on. Yeah, that checks <laughs> out. Let me I, Google it. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure. Maybe, um, maybe our listeners can write in with that answer. Looks like 1976. Ooh, was the, was the first 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 choose your own adventure game. So that was that's right close. around the same time. Yeah, that's right in there. Huh. I actually I, don't know the exact year for D and D. I never seventy four. Oh, beat it by two years. Beats it, wow. and it's also just just so a, RPGs a lot more. were the first RPG. Huh. Yeah, go figure. How about I never, that? I never liked those books. I always felt like I was missing out. So yeah, well, like, you had to read every single ending. I mean, well, what, who has the time for that? The books were like eighty pages long. I mean, they were not. Yeah, they were. <laughs> You're right. 
I'm picturing every single one I ever read, and it was like a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Sean was a busy kid, Mike. He had large rocks to whack with a stick. <laughs> yeah, and small neighborhood animals to kill. And uh, no, Jesus, is that what I, you I, did with your time? God, I played. I played with action figures a lot. I had Spider-Man action figures that I took uh, silly putty, and that was the webbing. And I fucking I played with Spider-Man action figures like. <laughs> Every day. Uh, Into my 20s, easily. <laughs> 30s. They, yes, sure. I'm Just playing with one right show. now. Not again. Not again. Not, it's not going to be... Not a third Tim, time. We're gonna, need, uh, we're gonna need a different take. We're almost done with the theme song, Tim, but uh, this time, can I, get, can I get a little bit more passion behind it? All right, and action. I'm not doing it. I said no. I said no. I said no. I'm getting, I'm getting the bell ready because I feel like this is already going to go on too long. Is this the is this the third or fourth time that we've jumped back onto that home improvement? I just wanted I want to sure. be in that recording booth. We've added the jazz flute. We're almost done with this yeah. opening thing. Can you imagine him standing there, like listening to the theme? Two and a three. <laughs> I was I was a little late on that one. Can I can I let's take it again? <laughs> no, that was perfect, Tim. Perfect. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Almost as good as that Pepto Bismol commercial that, that I told you guys about. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and then it cuts to some random guy. Diarrhea. <laughs> He's like, he like gives it the performance of a lifetime. Like it's <laughs> the only thing he said in the booth was diarrhea. <laughs> As someone who's auditioned for many commercials, that would probably be a really fun audition. <laughs> What's the script again? Just the word diarrhea. And how was your day? How was your day, honey? <laughs> oh, great! I said diarrhea for a half hour. <laughs> I really think I, I I was really feeling it on that last one. I, I was convinced I had diarrhea. <laughs> I gave them some options. <laughs> I drank a whole bunch of bad milk beforehand. I, I really think it helped. <laughs> He's a method actor. Hold on. Let me just chug all this old milk and eat this raw fish. <laughs> I, got, got, I got some pond chicken. He's sweating profusely. <laughs> wait, hmm. wait. Okay, now I'm ready. Diarrhea. <laughs> we got Barry Gibbs' unknown brother, Larry Gibb, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we gave him diarrhea. <laughs> so, and action. <laughs> this commercial costs nine million dollars. <laughs> wow, Larry's rate is super high. <laughs> well, you're paying for the name as much as the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. <laughs> He's the third G. That is that is one thing. I mean, there's certainly ads like on YouTube, but you can skip them after five seconds. So there will never again. Except like, when you can't and it's the worst. Well, yeah, that's true. But I remember there were certain advertisements that were like a minute long and they really took their time, like building a narrative and like just quiet exposition shots of like a farm. <laughs> and it was like, you'll never have that ever again. Like these ad agencies are like. All right, we've got a two and a half minute spot here. I'm like, no, do you, you guys, don't. <laughs> do you guys not watch any 
traditional television anymore. Either no. Of you? no. I actually, I watch Meet the Press on occasion, but as soon as it goes to a commercial, I turn on, like, Netflix. <laughs> uh, I enough. haven't I haven't watched regular television in many years. Since we lived together and you paid for regular television. <laughs> I leave it on. Like, when I'm working, I just have it on all day. Like, it's just on in the background. It's mm. I, I like the background noise. So I get exposed to a lot of commercials that uh, do you, you have guys... A, do you have a landline too, Mike? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a Hotmail email account? <laughs> every, every morning, do you wake up and then go to your front porch to get the newspaper? <laughs> In my robe? <laughs> Did you eat brontosaurus ribs for dinner last night, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Did you bowl with a, with a pterodactyl skull? At the local quarry. Okay. I don't think yeah. that would roll very well. Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what boomers do. They check their hotmail and then they're off to the quarry. <laughs> I'm going to take it back to uh, action figures because I think that's an interesting thread to pull on. Uh, Mike, action figures as a child? Uh, yeah, I got into uh, uh, specifically... The Power Rangers action figures were mm. were a big one mm. for me. Like I, I had, you know, I had GI Joes at a younger age, and I kind of enjoyed them. But when I saw the Power Rangers action figures, it was like a game changer because these things were they're like twelve inches and they had articulating, you know, fingers and shit. I sure, mean, like really heavy duty, awesome action figures. I remember playing. My my buddy had the actual Zords, but you're just talking oh, yeah, about yeah. the action figures. The Zords were fucking awesome because they talking, actually connected and shit. Yeah, no, I never, I never actually had any of the Zords because this shit was like incredibly popular when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, like very difficult to get the the really uh, in demand stuff. But I did. I got my hands on a couple of the the power rangers themselves the action figures the original series like 93 bandai action figures for the green ranger who of course is my favorite and the red ranger actually and the and the black ranger at one point so i had three of them and they were i mean they were awesome they were they weighed like two pounds like they were really solid they're they're like the, the i remember them they're like the old school gi joes that you know yes, 12 yes. inches tall Kung Fu grip, not the tiny little ones that we got as kids. Exactly. They were the proper... Yeah, and they were like really detailed and just high quality action figures. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought those were so cool. Did the Green Ranger, when he was imbued with, with the Ranger powers, was was part of those powers the flute playing ability? Or did he already... Did he have to learn that? Did he have to like... They were like, your Zord's over there! Now... Learn these scales. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, that's, the that's a little ridiculous. They clearly chose him because of his pre-existing <laughs> playing ability. That's the other option, yeah, is he's like this master flautist, and then they were like, him, he's the one. <laughs> he gets the dragon. <laughs> he, he both knows martial arts and can play the flute. There's one, Zordon, there's one human who knows flute and martial arts in this world. <laughs> but well, he, wouldn't been he wouldn't have been chosen by Zordon. He was a villain in the beginning. He was. Oh, I'm sorry. He was you're yeah, right. He was, oh. he was selected by by Rita. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Are you even There's a nerd show? Some Jesus. real egg on my face. <laughs> you look so stupid right yeah, now. Yeah, the the green the green candle mini series. Uh. You know, he was he was a bad guy at first. 
Which, and just, it was actually the acting is so fucking terrible. Like I've I've rewatched those oh, episodes yeah. recently, and it's it'll like it, it, like Tommy will be talking to Kimberly in the hallway or something at school, and like, yeah, let's go out on Thursday night, and she'll walk away, and he's like. <laughs> and his eyes, and his eyes and they're glow. older than the teachers who pass them in the hallway <laughs> you know the uh, most uh, the action figures i played with as a kid that they were from a tv show as well and that tv show also does not hold up that was the real ghostbusters ah yeah yeah, the cartoon show. Those were some action uh, figures that I had. I had Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the real Ghostbusters action I had, figures. I had the Firehouse. You had the Firehouse. Yeah. Oh, you clearly came me, for money. You Spider, came for money. Spider Man saved a lot of lives in that Firehouse. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> my family, my family could not afford the Firehouse in those days. Yeah. Very, very sad. We'll just. Let me stare off into the middle distance wistfully. <laughs> but no, I had, I had, I had all the Ghostbusters. I had the Ecto One. I had the car, and and that that was my that was my jam. That was yeah. my shit. Ecto One was awesome. I liked the idea of Transformers. Like I had a lot of Transformers, and uh, I particularly liked ones that would transform. Like not official Transformers action figures, but like spinoffs, like cheap knock, Chinese like knockoffs, knockoffs. Like the yeah. like the ones that would transform into like everyday objects. I thought were really cool. Like like I, I the had, like the little like the little Happy Meal toys. Oh that my McDonald's god! Yes, for I, a while. Like, yeah. I fucking <laughs> love those things. Those were awesome. And I similarly, I had one that was like it was. It looked like a cassette tape because that was the thing when I was a kid. And it transformed into like a rhinoceros or something. I, oh my god, I thought that was so cool. But the the McDonald's Happy Meal ones, um, I I think I had the whole set. I would probably if I I don't know what all was in the whole set, but I know I had a lot of them. The one I remember most vividly is. The uh, small fry beast. Yes. Where the head would flip out and it had like a, a maw, you know, like a beastly maw. Yes. Those, oh my God, those were so cool. We were fucking dorks. <laughs> do you remember, <laughs> uh, do you remember Bul- Bul- Bulk and Skull's theme song? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's it, all right. Yeah. <laughs> iTunes just flagged the episode. You know, <laughs> that's how that's how good that was. What's we owe twenty eight cents to Jimmy Sturbinson. Do you know who else? Do you know? Do you know who else just kind of knows that song because of me? Is is Maria? Because I, I've heard her actually like humming that song because I I whistle it when she's beating up first graders or what. <laughs> No, I don't know what it is. I I guess it's maybe it's I look at this picture. Well, she's oh, about to get into this mischief. Is, this is great for radio, but I look at this picture here <laughs> of Mike and Joe with the actor who plays the Green Ranger. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you say he was your favorite Ranger. Jason you're, David you're Frank. You're clearly you're clearly Jason David Frank's favorite member of this podcast, just based on body language. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's look at it again. Let's observe the body language. <clears throat> You'll have I to post this, this on our yeah, social media. I, really, I will make this really available to you, listener. Yeah, yeah, you're. Why don't you? Why don't you marry him already? Jesus, you, you guys had a real connection, and that was like that was like a day before 
everything shut down for the COVID pandemic. (laughs) I shook his hand at everything and he's probably like, Oh Jesus Christ. (laughs) I actually, he's dead. (laughs) I I just, I just realized the reason I didn't remember that the green Ranger was a villain is because I always thought the green Ranger was created when the blue Ranger fucked the yellow Ranger. (laughs) Well, the blue Ranger was super gay and (laughs) David Yost, uh, very quite gay. And Trini died. Uh, In fact, his, David Yost didn't die. Trini, no. Trini died. Oh, Trini, Trini died. Oh. Yeah. Wait, she died. Three, three, she got, three she died, died in a car in a accident. Car accident. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> David David Yost. Uh, you know the stories you find of of his time on that set are just heartbreaking. Apparently, they were not a, a welcoming welcoming bunch. Wait, of what? Power Rangers in the nineties? I know. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Crazy it was a toxic environment for uh, sure. Your tone there sort of writes that off. Like, yeah, I'm sure it was toxic. He, I, he lived. I know that. It, I know that it was. I just i i don't want to. I don't want to think about all the negative stuff that goes into my favorite childhood memories right now. Sure. Well, then you don't well, want me to tell I you about the actor that. who plays the Green Ranger. Because <laughs> he's done some things. You're talking about uh, Jesus doesn't tap. JDF. No his MMA. His MMA clothing line. That's no, the, right. guy, the guy's a, the guy's a pedophile. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm just joking. I know. Or <sighs> am I? <laughs> Wait and see if we get a cease and desist, and you'll find out. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's joking. Don't don't sue us. Please don't, because I actually love don't, you. Don't sue us, Tommy. I, I can't love you believe in a manly I'm, way. I'm super surprised that you... I mean, I, I'm not judging. This sounds judgmental, but the Zord toys were always way cooler to me than than the action figures. Like the the you know oh, the Zords I have, are. Like, I would have had the Zord toys in a heartbeat if I could. I I, I couldn't though. I mean, they were. Unlike I didn't you, have Sean, them either. Unlike you, Sean, when Mike was a kid, he didn't have a job. And he couldn't <laughs> afford. He couldn't no, afford his own toys. I didn't have them either. My my friend Justin Sinner, he had them, and I would go over to his house. Yeah, I couldn't get them. I couldn't get them. Just and wasn't going to happen. Justin's mom would chain smoke in the house with us while we were uh, first graders, just running around playing. Yeah, Power I mean, so did so did my mom. Yeah, until I was like twenty. Um, <laughs> But that's when she decided that it would do damage to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guess that I'll was, go outside. That was that was like two years or a year after I started smoking. So I think it was the damage. Do you think had those things are related? Yes, I do. I know they are. <laughs> but no, I mean, I we've talked. I think we've talked about this before. I wanted the uh, the dragon flute real bad. Like I yeah a- as a gift, and I just I never got it. And uh, the Zords, especially, of course, the Dragon Zord. That would have been awesome to me to have. Um, because you know was... you could buy them now. Yeah, uh, they're actually pretty pricey. Really? Yeah, they I are. guess they would be, yeah. huh? They're... That's also, upsetting. Stuff nerds like plus time equals expensive. Yeah, yeah. And if I had, like, a proper... Like man cave or something where I can display everything. I that would I would probably do that. I, I would probably go for it. Well, this one here on Amazon's only two hundred dollars. I'm sure Maria will understand. Hmm. Now, are you sure that's the original or is it the re-release they did in two thousand four? Oh, it's certainly not the original. That's the problem. <laughs> I I would not settle for anything except 
the for the quality difference between the originals and everything that came after is substantial. Like, not not just that, but the collectability, of course, is. I wonder if you could uh, get a three D printer and then create an articulating, uh, authentic dragon sword. Well, toy. it wouldn't be authentic. It, it, it wouldn't be authentic by its very nature <laughs> I, I of making one yourself. So. I suppose. Right. The, the design could be authentic. Literally, literally be the antithesis of <laughs> yeah, but authenticity. The, it could be the same design is what I'm saying. Yeah, but actually, I, I don't care because I don't want to play with it. I just want to have the thing, the original thing. <laughs> I don't want to, yeah, I, I, I don't want something that looks I like, like pi- I like picturing Mike playing with it, like just skipping yeah. around in his backyard. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. He's got a full full Green Ranger cosplay going on. Just whips out the flute. <laughs> <laughs> but then Maria shows up. <laughs> and she knocks the books out of his hands. <laughs> Mike's toy breaks, and that's the end. Aww. Aww. And they get a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) And as they're signing the paperwork, you hear... (laughs) 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 Werner Herzog's preschool for toddlers. (laughs) In this harsh and meager existence, where one is forced into labor in order to enjoy the meager few moments of freedom that it affords, my school... (laughs) is just one of the many unfortunate choices one has regarding <laughs> the placement of their child. <laughs> when you depart our premises, your child is left not knowing if or when its parent will return. <laughs> For in life there are no guarantees. <laughs> our curriculum is minimal and there is no recess. For in life there is no recess. <laughs> from the perpetual anxiety of being alive. And while we cannot guarantee the safe return of your child, they will never recover the innocence they have lost along the way. (laughs) Werner Herzog's preschool for toddlers, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing that preschool does exactly not what it's supposed to do. <laughs> I mean, it prepares <laughs> prepares your kid for life. I think that's exactly what a good school does. He's got you there. Ah, it doesn't guarantee their safe return. I think that's kind of. <laughs> but as in life, Mike, you cannot guarantee your safe return. <laughs> Holy crap, Mike! Werner Herzog knows your name. Just like a game of peekaboo, what once was there is gone in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. <laughs> you sounded like an NPC from The Witcher. <laughs> yeah. Bounty hunting is complicated profession. <laughs> I'll give you 25 tokens if you bring me Marianne back to me. <laughs> Witcher. <laughs> I've lost me potatoes. <laughs> I'm trying to make potato pie, Witcher. I need just four more potatoes. <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm trying to fucking save the universe, I lady. Actually, okay. <laughs> Time for your potato pie. <laughs> the Witcher the Witcher actually does a great job of not having quests like that in it. I have, I have <laughs> yeah, to say. It really does. But I think it was what was the, it was fucking Skyrim. That's where I yeah, remember that. Or or oh. I think it was actually Oblivion that you're talking about. Maybe it was. There was some bitch who wanted me to help her find potatoes for her potato pie, and meanwhile there was like a literal portal to hell that it opened up. <laughs> yeah, that's Oblivion, all right. And it was like right in the distance. Like there was a flaming <laughs> circle in this lady's house, and she's like, oh no. I lost all my potatoes. <laughs> the, na- the neighbor's dog stole my potatoes. <laughs> taters. <laughs> What's taters, precious? <laughs> taters. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess they're, I guess they're making <clears throat> they're making a Lord of the Rings Gollum game. Oh man, yeah, they are. They sure are. They're making been, that. Been so Why? so many great Lord of the Rings video games. Why? Why are they making that <laughs> game? I don't know. And it looks like really cartoony and like I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I also. It's based off the book, which of course it is because of rights issues. But the movie just did such a great job. Also, Gollum is a is a piece of shit. Why do you want to play Gollum? He's evil. They're supposed to have some sort of like Paragon Renegade system where depending on if, <laughs> if you're if you're Smeagol or Gollum, you can give different answers to people and stuff. <laughs> I think you're serious, right? I am serious. Yeah, I yeah, read yeah. that. The developers said that you know you'll have different dialogue options based on if you're Smeagol or Gollum and it's like why why who cares? <laughs> what is what is he gonna do? So the is difference he, is at the end, instead of Instead of stealing the ring and falling into Mount Doom, he steals the ring and throws it into Mount Doom and then is pushed in by Frodo anyway. So Frodo's the villain. <laughs> always, always it's has like, been. It's just an incredibly <laughs> subtle difference, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe, I, maybe it takes place before... The, the events of fellowship well it can't take place after he falls into the <laughs> volcano at the end of the re- return of the gang you're just a flaming golem skeleton running around well i guess <laughs> i was thinking the whole time. i was thinking it might be like concurrent like during the events uh, well of he was the with Lord them the Rings books. <laughs> for most of it so you just you, you're just playing the movies from his point of view that sounds he was with them for most e- of it. Right? Equally, equally <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it sounds the, equally yeah, stupid as any other option. The only, the only quest the entire time is just stay close to Frodo and Sam. <laughs> That's the entire 20-hour game. It's Guide a never-ending never escort quest, but they're escorting you. Guide them to Mount Doom, and it's just you just have a, G, you just have a GPS on your, on your map. You just follow like a purple line on your map. It's it's just Death <laughs> Stranding. You just walk there, and, and that's the entire game. God. So, Sean, what you did was uh, you spoke with Sajira at the Farragill Inn about her missing <laughs> potatoes. You found it. She was uh, she was a Khajiit. Uh, was that she'll Oblivion? tell you of a huge person that stole them? It was Oblivion, and you had to find <laughs> an ogre to the west and kill him to retrieve the potatoes, so she could make potato pie. So that she could make her famous potato bread. Oh, no. My memory is uh, That's really... why it took a little bit longer for me to find the quest, because I googled potato pie. Well, fuck me. I mean, she's clearly in the right. I'm in the wrong. I should have done that thing. <laughs> I should have gone <laughs> on that quest. 
It sounds it sounds like the killing of the giant ogre should be more important <laughs> than the acquisition of the potatoes or or than making bread. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you're you'll be happy to know that the reward is leveled. So the further along you are in the game, the better your reward. Uh, between levels one and four, you get one loaf of her special potato bread. Uh, <laughs> worth and it. At, level worth t- it. at level 20 and higher, you get five loaves of her special <laughs> potato bread. Look, I'm just saying it takes me it, it takes me out of the immersion of the story <laughs> when this lady's biggest problem is she needs potatoes. All right. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you're talking to a cat person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, are, are potatoes life and death to them? Maybe she doesn't give a shit about the portal. Well, of course, <laughs> obviously she doesn't. <laughs> Most of them Clearly. don't seem bothered by it. No, they're perfectly fine. Yeah, just going about their business. Uh, the only, the only place where it was <laughs> the only place where they really got bent out of shape about it was Kavach at the beginning of the game. The first one you go into, and then they start calling you the hero of Kavach. Also, I'm assuming at this point in the game, I was, like, pretty leveled up and wearing some pretty fierce... So you're saying you would have gotten five loaves. Well, I would have, but what what I'm picturing is this really huge built warrior, and I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly overqualified for this potato job. <laughs> I'm just... This is, like, a job for, like, a, maybe a little kid who's running by... You know, know about not, the so, o- not ogre, someone who's though. decked out in Daedric I, full plate armor. I guess the ogre makes it more. Serious. I think it was the reward that was that was not believable. She said that she would like suck your dick or something after you got the potatoes. <laughs> All I did was this one quest over and over again. I, 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 I can't. I can't imagine that would feel good coming from a cat lady. <laughs> I got four hundred loaves of potato bread. He <laughs> <laughs> stole my potatoes. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> That's not how Khajiit's talking, you know it. That was uh, Leisure Suit Larry edition of Oblivion. <laughs> That's what that was. You were Elder playing, Scrolls Leisure Suit Larry. You were playing Legendary Suit Larry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Legend of Larry. <laughs> yes, the Legend of Larry. <laughs> the Legend of Larry's Legendary Suit. <laughs> of armor. For leisure. <laughs> Le- leisure armor. <laughs> Help me, leisure suit, Larry. I lost my potatoes. Now that's that's a that's a quest that really helps with immersion into the legend of Larry. <laughs> now that's a leisure suit, Larry game. I'll play. <clears throat> that's all I was missing was ogres and potato bread. <laughs> now I'm in <laughs> cat cat women yeah, yeah I mean alternatively she could have offered you like money or something I that guess. would have been more interesting yeah 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 <sighs> potato bread it just sounds so gross how about some bread potato bread, bread is delicious it, well potato buns are good what are buns made of Sean potatoes <laughs> some in this, are in this case potatoes <laughs> bye bye yeah no potato bread's alright I guess but like a loaf of potato bread yeah it's still good that's too much that's too much potato bread well you don't have to eat it at once really you don't have to eat it in one <laughs> sitting 
Yeah, it's uh, it's meant to sustain you for a while. You can space it out. No, Mike, you're thinking of lamnus bread. Ah, more lambus bread. <laughs> Share the load. <laughs> Throw it in the fire. <laughs> Take, Take it into your hand. <coughs> Fold your Close fingers. Close your fingers <laughs> around it. <laughs> Pull so, your hand behind your ear. <laughs> extend. Rapidly your, <laughs> extend your arm forward. And open I have no your idea fingers. what's happening right In now. In the Lord of the Rings, Sam is screaming to Frodo to throw it. He goes, "Throw it, sure. Mr. Frodo!" I and then he that. says. Throw it in the fire. <laughs> it's just sort right. of needlessly explanatory. <laughs> so expanding on that. Gotcha. Put the yeah, ring yeah. in your hand. <laughs> Launch your arm in a horizontal trajectory. <laughs> Throw it into the fire. <laughs> This is sort of related, but so the Avatar sequels have been like delayed and delayed and delayed. And I'm curious if you guys think it is related to James Cameron wanting to push the envelope of visual technology. And so maybe the movie's like almost done, but then he sees another movie come out and he's like, oh, well, no, now we're able to do this with technology. And so he tries to implement that, and he's, like, trying to get ahead of the curve, and that's why he keeps getting delayed. Do you think there's anything to that? I, I, don't, I honestly maybe. don't know. I, the only thing I can tell you is that I don't fucking care. Okay. You just don't care about the Avatar movie I'll series I'll be honest with you. Like, <clears throat> right, no. now, right now, I don't care either. I, I think that when the movie comes out, <coughs> I'll probably care. Like mm-hmm. I might, I'll probably go see it. I might it. see it, but I still won't care. If right. it's if it's really good, yeah, then I'll definitely be enthused about the rest of them. You know, assuming that they come out shortly after. But the first one was fine. I had a great time watching it. The one or two times that I did, yeah, ten well, years ago, yeah. I didn't. I mean, I I wasn't in love with it either. But it was the the experience of watching it because of the technology was so it was such a unique experience it was it was a really like they they got 3d right for maybe the first time ever the the mocap and the the immersion of the 3d was so different than anything you'd seen before that was worth the price of admission at least to me it was that, probably yeah. the only movie ever made in 3d that's worth seeing in 3d like i can't think of right. another one yeah, and so i mean like there's that but like the movie itself if it was just released as a 2d movie it'd be like uh all right. Well, like, I don't think it would have gotten nearly as popular. Maybe because of the, some of the mm-hmm. mocap stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty technologically impressive without the 3D, but the 3D really makes it. But so as if, a, yeah, as a movie, it's just so it's if the technology is what yeah. pushed you over the edge to popularity, then maybe I, I I don't know. I feel I feel like he might feel a pressure to one up it, and that's why. All these fucking sequels have been pushed back years and years, but maybe it doesn't matter. No, I think that's maybe. I true mean, maybe they keep extent. getting pushed back because he's not even on land. He's, he's still, under the ocean. He's somewhere. still deep under the ocean. <laughs> deep, no, deep, no one deep. has seen him in years. Oh, hey, James Cameron. <laughs> oh, I've been diving in the deep, feeling so deep. All right, so we got Tim Gunn 
Randy Newman <laughs> and George Lucas. And George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Those are it's all quite, wonderful. Quite, it's quite the repertoire. <laughs> Dive uh, in I'd, the I'd, deep. <laughs> I'd hire Randy Newman in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Newman was my first choice to score the Star Wars films. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> using that force. Using that force. <laughs> Luke is a Skywalker. <laughs> he lives in the sand with two big sons. <laughs> I like how it's still to John Williams. Yes. <laughs> He's obviously collaborating with John Williams, right? You, it's like the Howard the collaboration and- we never knew we needed. <laughs> Music by John Williams. Lyrics by Randy Newman. <laughs> this song means that the bad guys are here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you imagine a Star Destroyer pops out of light speed? <laughs> And that starts playing. The bad guys are here. (laughs) Yeah, we got that. (laughs) I feel like Star Wars wouldn't be as popular now if that uh, that was what happened. I can't help but uh, share those same feelings, Joe. (laughs) What a wonderful button on it. Wonderful button. (laughs) Holding my pants together. <laughs> oh, a magical button! <laughs> button your mouth. It's time for an ad. Are you tired? Tired of the way things are? This horrible year that won't seem to end. Are you tired of life? But don't want to commit to the permanence of death. Try the next best thing: medically induced coma. I'm Mitchell and I have a bunch of real comfy beds in my basement and I've stockpiled enough propofol to keep your lights out till March of 2031 (laughs) don't worry I'll keep your body real safe real very safe and clean I'll clean your body real good I'll even shave your body if and you want. <laughs> Just let me know where and how often before you go under. You can stay for uh, a day, a week, or just under 12 years. <laughs> Don't matter none to old Mitchell here. I welcome the company. <laughs> Medically induced comas by Mitchell, letting you wake up to a better world. Or, or or worse. I ain't, no kind of, I, I ain't no kind of psychic or nothing. Bye. That guy seems trustworthy. I'm just gonna oh, say for sure. I, oh Mitchell, yeah, he's a he's a licensed anesthesiologist. That's how it was so easy that's why it was so easy for him to get that much propofol. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. He just fucks your body while you're under. That's <laughs> Wait, all. what? He doesn't <laughs> He doesn't take any money for it. He just has sex with you. I won't do nothing weird to you. (laughs) 
Wink, I mean, wink. other than other than wash and shave you at the very least. <laughs> other than wash and shave your body. <laughs> if if and you want. If and yes. Very, yeah, he's very clear about that. If and you want. <laughs> I love Joe voice commercials. <laughs> I love it when Joe puts an accent I think on. Joe's you like it a, when Joe Joe's tries. Got a solid, he's got a solid southern accent. Absolutely. No, I love it. <laughs> Hello. I was like, oh, okay, I know we're in for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. Won't do well, nothing I'm, to uh, you. I'm, I'm glad to entertain you. Unnatural, like. <laughs> I was put into a coma for four years by Mitchell. <laughs> it was a smooth and sensuous experience. He shaved part of my body. <laughs> Just part of my body. I did not ask him to do I speci- it. I specified to him to shave my chest only in a square pattern. <laughs> he fulfilled my every shaving desire <laughs> and some desires I did not know that I had <laughs> I am currently engaged to Mitchell <laughs> well, congratulations to Werner and Mitchell <laughs> he is yeah. my soulmate in the ever darkening landscape of life <laughs> Till death do we part, and a sweet death parting it shall be. Until death do us part. Silence. (laughs) (laughs) English is my second language. (laughs) It's probably like his fifth language. (laughs) Probably, you're right. (laughs) And English is also Mitchell's second language. There is no Swedish. There's no first. He's Swedish. Scoobanoobanoo. <laughs> that reminds me of that uh, roast that you did a few years ago. What was that? Uh, roast of... Roast of... Uh... Guy Fieri. Yeah. Was it Guy Fieri? It was. Yeah, with, uh, it was all with chefs. chef. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Nathan Woodard, who... That was uh, well done. Oh, my God. He fucking... It was amazing, because he somehow... He made his arms look like they were independent from his body. Yeah, like, he looked was, like he was made of felt. Yeah, he just looked like it was some someone else's arms behind him the whole time. Uh, it was yeah, so he, funny. He nailed, he nailed that. That was really funny. Yeah, he actually he he has a podcast called We Don't Have a Podcast Yet. He's uh, he's the guy I was telling you about that has that hotline you can call. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to plug his podcast. We should so. we should give out we should give out that number to our listeners. <laughs> we and should. Have, and have them just call his podcast about our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Start a podcasting feud. We should all call in. We should all call in as as Werner Herzog. I have listened to your shows. <laughs> they fill me with darkness, and I enjoy them. <laughs> I've been listening to one of your competitor shows. A little nonsense. <laughs> and what little nonsense it is. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's so hard to improv for someone smarter than me. <laughs> which is a <laughs> which is a lot of people. <laughs> That's my biggest regret is uh well I can do the voice, but uh I just I can't improv as them because they're way smarter than me. <laughs> That's why you pull off Goldblum so well, because he has those long pauses where you can think of words to use. That's right. Uh, he, uh, he can uh, stutter, uh, st- uh, stutter and stammer uh, until he finds the uh, the right uh, uh, verbiage, the right uh, <laughs> vocabulary. 
Yeah, but Verna is very deliberate in his words. He does not mince them like you would mince the fine flesh of a boy. (laughs) (laughs) On a summer's night when there's nothing left to dine on but your forgotten dreams and regrets. (laughs) And of course, the boy. (laughs) The boy. (laughs) And give my friend Mitchell a call. He will help you forget (laughs) for up to less than 12 years. (laughs) For a maximum of slightly less than 12 years. (laughs) He is limited by the amount of propofol. Yeah, that's the only reason that it's uh, less than 12 years. But his imagination is unlimited in how he can shave your body. He can shave you in places you're incapable of growing hair. <laughs> so my face. He, he, can, he can shave onto your body a perfect topographical map of the United States. <laughs> if there's no Elevations hair. made with hair. <laughs> he will use plant. the scissors to clip the hair into the pattern. <laughs> he will plant and grow hair in places just so he can cut those places. <laughs> this is, this this is, is weird. very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I even remotely could imitate Werner Herzog. Yeah, just uh, just, just for fun, I'm gonna try. Just so do an old German guy. Can... Okay, <laughs> old Here German. That's all. My friend Mitchell will put you under. <laughs> <laughs> It is old like German. My, I feel like my Werner is a little more flirty than most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, your your Werner wants to flirt, yeah. I'd say <laughs> he yours, just wants to play. Yours, yours has a propensity for the same sex. <laughs> I, I did realize that I, I feel like Werner's accent is closer to Arnold Schwarzenegger's Austrian accent. Because yeah. I was doing, like, I, I know this is, uh, the accent is sort of down here. Yeah, and then you just pitch it up a little bit. You just bring it up. Yes, you pitch it up. It's it's more yes. similar. <laughs> I can hear what you're doing. That makes sense. Yes, it is just sort of in the front of your face instead of the back of it. <laughs> I saw a list today. I don't know if you guys want to talk about this at all, but a uh, Facebook friend <clears throat> posted the uh, top 10 worst superhero movies of all time and I, I was curious to see if you uh could name some of them well okay. one one of them is the league of extraordinary gentlemen that's not on there okay uh, i'm gonna go with superman 4 quest for peace so superman 3 superman 4 the green hornet and Elektra were not included because this guy had not seen any of those movies what a shitty what? list, then. I don't well, understand. No, no, it's a pretty good list. I think you guys can get most of All them. All right, well, Spider-Man 3. Not on there. And let me tell you, it's not because it's a, not a bad movie, but there are some worse ones on here. <laughs> Daredevil with Affleck. Yeah, that's a bad one. It is a bad one. It's not on here. Okay, maybe you should just read us the list. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10 is X-Men Apocalypse. Okay. okay, that's not that's not as number nine, bad. Number nine as is never Batman and Robin. That's a bad one. Yeah, that's not a good one. Take a shot at another one. I feel good about your chances on another one. 
Well, Batman Forever. If if that's on there, Batman Forever is probably on there. It's not on there. Okay. <laughs> uh, Come on, Joe. You've got strong feelings about this. Yeah, but most of what I've said, you've shot down. But think for about like reasons. the absolute worst superhero movies. Yeah, you said they're excluded because the dude hadn't seen them. Well, a few of them were. All right, come um, on. The, the Helen Slater Supergirl movie wasn't very good. It had a very middling plot. What about Catwoman with Halle Berry? Oh, yeah, that one's... Uh, I, I have never seen that myself, but I've, I've heard that's terrible. I saw yeah, it in theaters. I, 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 stopped, <laughs> I stopped in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, what about... What about the Justice League? <laughs> Ooh! That's on uh, there. The Justice League's on there. Suicide not the, Squad. Not the Snyder Cut. Suicide Squad is on there. Yeah. yeah. It, is, of, it is well-deserved, David Ayers. It is well-deserved, but is it more deserved than Daredevil? No, it is not. Probably not. Yeah. No. I, I agree not. with you there. I would it's probably not. put Daredevil there. Yeah. What about uh, Steel? Mm. I don't know that. You guys ever see that, that- movie? That doesn't even res- uh, that movie doesn't even resemble the fucking comic book. Honestly, <laughs> so it doesn't even count as a comic book movie. I I I mean they, they took so you know how different the Mario Brothers movie was from Super Mario Brothers. Oh, no, <laughs> it Mike, was like all that. You, all you need to know is it was starring Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah. God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a Shaq vehicle. What about Blade? Three Trinity, not Blade Trinity, <laughs> not on there. Or is that Blade Ryan Reynolds two? and Jessica Biel? Yeah, not on there. Not a great one. How about Ang Lee's The Hulk? That's yeah, yeah that's, that's a solid bad one. That's a pretty boring one. That's on there. It's it's not it's not worse than anything else we've mentioned. No, though. it's definitely what not. is. So his <laughs> his number one answer as the worst. Superhero movie of all time is Ghost Rider. I've never seen it. Oh, the the Nick Cage one. Yeah. Mm. Either I've never have you seen, seen Ghost Rider? No. No, that, I mean that looked no. awful. I, I... So unfortunately, because uh, I think Ghost Rider is actually a fairly popular comic. Yeah, people love Ghost Rider. Certainly, yeah. the imagery is. I, I've never really understood the fanaticism over the character. Maybe that's because I'm not. I, I've never read all his comics, but. Seems kind of dumb to me. He's, he's he has oh, like a only, flaming. You've only read like thirty of them. You haven't read. Well, no, all he's of them. he's like. <laughs> well, explain explain his character. He he. Why did why does I don't know? I haven't head, read any of them. <laughs> his head his head turns on fire, and he can ride a motorcycle. Like that sounds so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where the character was created off of like the image of the character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if if I recall correctly, again, this is a Marvel property, so I don't. I don't know as much about it as I tend to about such things, but his power is that he can, he has like the uh, penance stare. He can stare into someone's soul and they like feel the weight of all the bad things they've done to people. Oh, that's a terrible, terrible, horrible power. (laughs) My God. I mean, it's a great power, but all you need to know, all you need to know is that they have made 694 Marvel movies and they've never introduced Ghost Rider. (laughs) So he can't be that good. They put him, he is in the MCU though. He showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did he now? Yes. Well, that that's probably even worse than not being in the MCU. <laughs> I have a hunch. I have a hunch, Sean, that if they did a Ghost Rider movie properly, we would fucking love it. Like it'd be fantastic. I, I guarantee. Yeah, I maybe. Don't, I, I don't believe. I don't believe uh, Marvel slash Disney 
had the rights when those movies were made. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that I think that was like a Fox joint that predated uh, Iron Man, the Nick Cage. I'm sure it. Did. I don't think it did. Really? I don't think it. I think it, I want to say it was like a year later or something. Get out of here. Let's see. Yeah, I just don't think. Uh, I don't think Marvel Studios had the rights to make. Actually, that no, movie. it was it was 2007. Oh wow! And Iron uh, Man was 2008. So the other way. Yeah, Oof. this is the other way around. What about? Okay. Uh, did either of you see the the reboot of Fantastic Four with Miles Teller? No, but I hate Miles Teller. Really? That's why I just couldn't couldn't bring myself to see that movie. Yeah. Huh. I don't hate him. I think he's all right. I watched Who's the, Miles Teller. He was in the Whiplash. He I was didn't the, see that either. I also think that they're going about Fantastic Four movies just totally the wrong way. Like we. They have to just completely forget about the origin story and just throw, just start right in the middle of the action with the Fantastic Four. I agree. And then we'll deal the with the origin story. Because the origin really later. stupid. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> it is. And Co- that ru- it cosmic ruins, rays. Yeah, it, it ruins the movies. Like it's yeah, so stupid. You don't need, like it's not the thing. I don't give a fuck who he was before he became the thing. Just no. yet, yeah, show him clobbering some guys, and oh, there's a big stone yeah, no, guy. Yeah. Get, like, who get, cares? Get, get four people together with a lot of great chemistry, doing some cool shit. Right. You know, like Joe, have you? I'm sorry, have you started Umbrella Academy season two yet? Oh yeah, I, I finished. I watched it in a day. Okay, so like the beginning of season that was two. That's what of the I Umbrella. did on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of season two of the Umbrella Academy. Right. How does it oh, open? That first amazing, sequence is fucking amazing. Amazing action sequence where they're all just fucking clicking and like doing their shit, and it's they're like all at it, the height of their powers. It immerses yeah. you. That's how you do it. With yeah. the Fantastic Four. And then Four. you go back and show the slow build and cosmic rays. You can do some sure. of that. You, know, you don't or even you need can, to, though. Or you can allude to what happened. You know, you can. You, you spend can... an hour and a half on cosmic rays. <laughs> well, I don't. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We didn't give it. We didn't find out any of their origin stories. No, right. Yeah, they just—they no. were just there, and they were fucking I mean, awesome. Both movies are kind of Quill's origin story, <laughs> right? Had, yes, sure. Well, the, uh, I, certainly the the first one does contain does contain more of a Quill origin story through, than, through an exploration of his past, though. Right. Okay. So so explore one of their origins. But you start <laughs> out. But the beginning of that movie is Quill is fucking being a badass, and he goes and steals a goddamn Infinity Stone. You know, I mean, it's True. like that's the first thing he it does is, in the movie. It is kind of puzzling, don't you think? That like, okay, if you're gonna make a Batman movie, you know, people who are gonna go see it are Batman fans. There's no one walking into a Batman movie like, I can't wait to see him become Batman. Why does he become Batman? Oh, his parents die. Really? Point, I, point, I hadn't point heard of or, that. Point of order, uh, shown children, children that have not seen Batman yet. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying not, that origin stories are are not good or a I'm good origin story. Always necessary. They're not. It, in the case of Batman, an origin story is really cool. It's really important because it's such a great origin story. It's such a believable story. But in the case of the Fantastic Four, it's so stupid. It's like, yeah. it's un. It's unbelievable. The know? MCU didn't bother with one for Spider Man. It was that you didn't have to see Uncle Ben die. It's just you're okay. Right, this fucking right. kid has powers. That's fu- that's all we need to know. Because if you're going to see a Spider Man movie. 
you know who Spider-Man is. There's no one walking into that theater going, oh, this should be interesting. A man who's a spider. Well, and What's that, that is, about? But that's a, you somebody, said there's no one. That's 100% not true. You know somebody's like, what the fuck is a Spider-Man? Come on. Because people, people are dumb. But and those also, people are also the, the reason that everybody knows who he is is because the origin story has been done 20 times. You know, yeah. like somebody, it's a good somebody had to do it. And he, he also when has when a good When the origin story, story is good... I don't mind seeing it again and again. Sure. But I just, yeah. I feel like if I, if I'm going to suspend my disbelief to watch a stretchy man, a rock monster, a fire dude, and an invisible lady fight crime for three hours, I don't really need that. Well, where did they come from? How did they get those? Like, I don't give a shit. It's like, I'm there to watch that. Like, I, in I the case, know. in the case of Fantastic Four, I completely agree with that. I think it would be it would be cool as hell to see them all just right off the bat doing their thing and like just just really clicking with each other and fucking you know great chemistry great characters that's what we care about especially in the MCU and and we'll <laughs> how, sorry I was just thinking how how fucking crazy would it be if they did a an F four movie in the in the MCU and the first twenty minutes of it was showing how they. All four of them alone defeated Thanos like ten times in a different universe. Like they, like they, like they already had to like do this on their own. Like, like just showing them being badasses. That would like, actually that would be really funny. I would love to see that. It'd be amazing. That'd be great. Yeah. And then they find their way into this universe, and they're like, "Wait, what happened? You lost half of everyone <laughs> <laughs> for how long?" <laughs> what? The captain got old and then disappeared and danced with a lady. Oh wait, we lost we lost half of everyone once, but it was for three minutes. Three was it three minutes? <laughs> yeah, it was three three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Flame on! It's me, flirty Werner Herzog. <laughs> I am flame the human on. torch. You cannot turn the flame off because the flame is representative. Of the anxiety and torment of the human condition. <laughs> if the flame goes out, all light in the universe expels with it. It's extinguished. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I would watch. I would watch a Fantastic Four movie where they cast Werner Herzog as Johnny Storm. <laughs> oh, I was a thing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Johnny was flying real fast, right? I flew as fast as was required. <laughs> 874 miles per hour. <laughs> Just over the speed of sound. <laughs> Mach 1 to the layman. <laughs> Let's all right. Let's just recast Werner Herzog in our favorite movies. <laughs> well, that'll have to wait until next week because that is all the time we have. That is our episode. And looking at the scoreboard with a score of two, Sean and I are tied for this week's loser. Obi-Wan never Thank told God. you what happened to your father. <laughs> <laughs> I am and shall continue to be Joe Morical. I'm Sean Keller, and I continue to perpetuate this pointless existence for as long as I must suffer through it. And, uh... I'm I'm Mike Pareto, uh, <laughs> also known as George Lucas. <laughs> Have a great week. 
A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here or there is often fair, necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom, and you can be jolly. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, 